What's up, everybody? This is James Reese of the Cerebral Fit Podcast. And we are back after one heck of a week here in Lubbock, Texas. The podcast is back. Um, as you know, many this is a podcast that is recorded in Lubbock, Texas, which uh, Texas Tech University, of course, was in the uh, NCAA Men's Basketball Championship this week. And, um, you know, for just a little while, it seemed that Lubbock had stepped into an alternate reality and just everything that was, you know, the norm just changed for a bit. So, uh, you know, the entire city got sucked into the uh, the madness that was March Madness. And, um, you know, what a ride. What can I say? So, of course, um, you know, when you get sucked into that, the normalcy that you're used to in your professional and personal life takes a takes a back seat. Uh, I'm also joined by my lovely co-host Charlotte and Tara, who are well. Charlotte wants her belly rub, so I'm gonna rub her belly real quick. She gives her best. Tara's looking on. <laughs> but needless to say, um, you know it's been a heck of a week, and so. But once again, reality has come back, and it's time to get you know get going once again on this podcast and uh well here we go okay for this week's article review i'm changing it up a bit i'm not reviewing an article or giving a synopsis on an article i'm actually going over a book uh kind of a book review the book in turn this week is Fitness Frauds. It's exposing the truth about drugs, lies, and flex appeal. It's by Bobby Wisnand. He's a personal trainer out of the Metroplex, I believe. He has several books, has done speaking engagements, and if you can tell by the tone of my voice, this isn't going to be a very, very favorable review towards, um, towards this man's book. Uh, basically, I thought the book was shit. And I'm not saying it because I'm defending the fitness industry here, but from a common sense and research point of view, it was shit. Pure shit. I got my notes in front of me, so I'm just going to go through my notes one at a time. Um, Essentially, when you're writing stories or, you know, in your book and describing these situations, like, for instance, whenever you encountered a quote-unquote a steroid ring in your gym or that one time that this guy was roided out and I had to run in and stop him. This is what he said in the book. You know, but you really don't have any proof for it, much less you're being incredibly vague with the gym location, who was around you. I'm going to see that as a red flag. A red flag in that this probably isn't true. And so that was essentially, that was the first two chapters. First two chapters. And as the book went on, this individual really just seemed to hate everything about the fitness industry, the industry that he's still in. And, you know, of course, by the title of the book, he wanted to come off more as a whistleblower, martyr, whatever, soothsayer. Not saying he isn't wrong on certain instances. But then again, every industry has a dark side. Let's, I mean, let's, let's be real. But, you know, essentially when he says that everyone in the industry is a fake, that they're juicing, that everything's a gimmick, it's just, man, you just, you really sour on that kind of attitude. Especially if you're not backing it up with some solid facts. 
And the generalizations, I know right now, I mean, we're all human. We've all done it. But in this book, he just, man, he uses such a broad stroke when looking at the industry, especially when he breaks down like fitness models, athletes in general across the board. His internal, his, his entire thing is just everyone's using. Everyone is using. Everyone's cheating. Everyone's cheating but me. Which is horseshit. Do people cheat in sports? Do people cheat across the board? Yes. People are human. They're visceral. They want to take shortcuts. You know, I've been in this industry less than a year, and of course I've seen that, you know, here in Lubbock, Texas from time to time to time, but it hasn't negated my attitude to the point of, well, damn, this industry sucks. I don't want to be a part of it. No, it hasn't. If anything, it's just made me work harder at being better at my craft and doing it the right way, you know? And when it came to his research, and this is the, probably my biggest, um, well, it just it was one of the main reason I felt why this book sucked. Um, former grad student, undergrad, I did a lot of research, a lot of research. I know how to rear, read, rear, wow. <laughs> I'm keeping that one in. <laughs> I know how to read research. I know how to do research. And this asshole did nothing like that. His, basically his research consists of going on Google and looking up articles on ABC News, Fox News, bodybuilding.com, a lot of dot coms. Now, as a grad student, if I were to turn in a 20 page research paper that had 20 references that had a dot com on it, I would fail miserably. I would fail miserably. If I were a professor and he would have turned this into me, I would have slipped it back to him after <laughs> dotting it and covering it in red ink and basically tell him to either start over or you need to just stop doing what you're doing. Uh, clearly, when reading through his research, quote unquote, um, it was evident that he just essentially copied and pasted a lot of his information. Uh, I know that's a serious charge on my end, but it just feels that way. It feels like a lot of it, I mean, you know, just copied and pasted it. Maybe, you know, paraphrased it in his own word, words, his own context, which wasn't that great to begin with, you know, but it's just real evident, really evident. He tried to have a sense of humor in the book. It sucked. A lot of bad jokes, a lot of bad puns. Just try to get cute with it. You know, that didn't win me over. But what kept, I kept going back to just the lack of no peer-reviewed articles, no peer-reviewed data. Um, when you're writing a book, in my opinion, that involves, you know, something like fitness, where it involves biology, physics, anatomy, you better use some data and some peer-reviewed articles to back up your claims. Uh, anecdotes, vague stories from your quote-unquote 30 years in the industry just isn't going to cut it. It's not going to cut it at all. And one of the biggest things that I laughed at was on page 182 of this book. Entitled, the paragraph is entitled Disqualified Experts. Quote, just as personal trainers have worthless certifications, there are plenty of nutrition experts, quote unquote, who have worthless credentials working within many weight loss companies, unquote. I turned to the back of this book where it describes him. 
Third paragraph. Quote, Bobby has multiple certifications as a personal trainer, elite trainer, and a specialist in exercise therapy and nutrition. Unquote. I close this book. If I read what he said on page 182, why the hell should I take anything this dude says seriously? He just disregarded, he just discredited himself in that one paragraph. What the fuck? Pardon my French. So, as a reader, but also a fellow fitness professional, why should I take anything you say seriously? Like at all. Your research was terrible. Your attitude sucks. Your generalization of the industry in terms of everyone is using and cheating and just yada, yada, yada illustrates the type of logical or lack of logical thinking that you do. Yes, there are problems in the fitness industry. But the fact of the matter is there are facts in any industry. Transportation, food service, politics, you name it. Problems exist, but this is not a benevolent world. And if Mr. Wisnans, I'm not even saying I'm pronouncing his last name right. If his mission was to essentially try and wake up the masses to this, well, at least with me, he failed. Um, just through the, the way he wrote this book, his attitude sucks. I can't trust him when it comes to research. Yes, you have 30 years of experience, but even then, I'm, I'm starting to think, <laughs> well, hell, dude, I mean, you, you discredit everyone else, including the industry, for these certifications, so why should I take you seriously? Um, you know, I'm big on attitude. I'm big on just viewpoints, and, you know, when you say that there's a lot of shit in the world, and when you say that this industry needs to be fixed, you need to provide some answers. His answers in the last chapter of the book um, were pretty... I mean, I, I felt, well, well, duh. <laughs> That's how I felt about his answers and his solutions to all this. But is this is this individual doing, trying to, I mean, if he's trying to, to get an industry to change by writing a book like this, he's, it's up, well, good luck with that. Um, clearly, he has not done a lick of research training and I don't think he ever is going to do a research training. Um, his writing style, he definitely needed to get a ghostwriter. It was terrible. He came off more as someone just essentially yell. He came off as that, you know, Brian, you know, that Brian Williams meme or that whole. So here I was, you know, like yeah. he used a lot of carnival analogies, especially carnival barkers. And this is what he came across as. As a carnival barker yelling to the masses that the industry that he's very much involved in and makes money off of is all fake. It's all shit. But yet the next day he's going to go back to work in that industry. Um, my advice to this guy is get the hell out. <laughs> if you hate it that much, go out, get out, find something else to do. Is the industry perfect? Absolutely not. Have I seen some, some stuff that he mentions in this book? A few things? Yeah, I've seen it in passing. But has it deterred me to lead this industry? No, it hasn't. My own professional and personal life, I strive to be the best at what I do. 
by doing things right, I feel, from my perspective. Right is a relative term, though, it seems. And, you know, I, um, I do take umbrage with the fact that, you know, he describes all these certifications and whatnot as worthless. I, I put in a lot of work into the certifications I have. I'm looking at them right now. I put in a lot of work because essentially I was remaking myself as a professional. And when I'm doing something like that, you know, you take it seriously, at least in my world. And so when it comes to this book, in my rating system, I'm going to do a new rating system on this show. But out of five kettlebells, I give this one kettlebell. I give this book one kettlebell. I do not recommend it. It's crap. And, you know, that's all. I mean, it, it, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating even going over it because, you know, I wouldn't recommend a client to this guy because his attitude sucks. Not saying he's not wrong in the aspect of that the people use steroids in the industry. Yeah, there's plenty of them that do. And there's also plenty of people who don't. I don't use steroids. Why would I want to? <laughs> I don't need to, you know, but when you go around and label everyone as a cheater, as a fake, as a fraud, but yet you don't take yourself to task, you, you know, that me as a, not just as a reader, but as a, as a fellow fitness professional, but also more importantly, just as a logical human being, I'm not going to take anything you say seriously. I'm pretty much going to sh- just brush you aside and move on to the next thing and find out for myself. But needless to say, Fitness Frauds, Exposing the Truth About Drugs, Lies, and Flexville by Bobby Wisnand is a dud. One kettlebell out of five. Avoided at all cost. And, well, yeah, that's all I got on that one. This is the part of the Cerebral Fit Podcast where we talk about birthdays. Yes, birthdays. This week friend of mine from TSA by the name of Mondo Segovia will be turning 46 years old on Friday, April the 12th, the day this podcast there. So happy birthday, Mondo. Worked with Mondo several years over at TSA. Very intelligent, soft-spoken man, and actually very, very funny as well. So happy birthday, Mondo. Hope you enjoy it. Saturday, April the 13th, I got Leanne Fremont turning 41 years old. Leanne is also another TSA compadre. Leanne, you do not look 41, so (laughs) she actually looks younger than me, so uh, there you go, happy birthday Leanne, Crystal Martinez, another TSA, man, it is a TSA birthday, I knew her from TSA, she's working over in Dallas right now, she's turning the big 3-0, 30 years old, so congratulations on making that a landmark age, so happy birthday Crystal, hope it's great. On Sunday, April the 14th, Ashley Milligan will be turning 26 years old. I know Ashley, a few years back when I moved uh, back to Lubbock from Seattle, I was, this is a funny story about Ashley, but um, I was over at Market Street and this young lady comes up to me, she's working there. She asked me, hey, do, do I know you? Do you do martial arts out of Abilene? You know, and I'm kind of just giving her that look of, I knew yada 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 she's like oh, okay i thought i knew you and then i told her you know well you know i don't train i haven't trained in a while i'm actually about to go to the gym and i was um she was like oh cool what are you training i was like i 
train over at Freedom Fitness. She's like, oh, you should come with me sometime to go train some MMA. So uh, Ashley actually got me to go into uh, my first MMA gym back several years ago. I trained with her a few times and ultimately did get hurt. <laughs> I won't go into that, but um, sweet gal. I know she's back in the Metroplex as well. She is an MMA fighter as well. So, you know, if you're in the uh, Metroplex area and you see Ashy, Ashley Milligan in a fight card, that's the one and the same. So happy birthday, Ashley. Hope it's a great one. On Monday, April the 15th, once again, going back to TSA, Jimmy Taylor, Jimmy the Bone. He's turning 48 years old. I've known Jimmy since my first days at TSA. He's over. He's a supervisor here in Lubbock. Uh, friendly guy, nice guy. We always talk fitness, and he's a big Dallas Cowboys fan, so I know this year he was a bit heartbroken. But um, I think next year Dallas is – well, I predicted Dallas to go to the NFC Championship, but – you know, I'm sure he'll enjoy that. But happy birthday, Jimmy. Uh, Holly McLachlan, another TSA person. But Holly and I were co-workers over in Seattle over at SeaTac. Holly was one of the nicest people that I met over in Seattle. Very outgoing, very gracious to me. Um, you know, for someone like me who is so indigenous to Texas and New Mexico, and when you go up to Seattle, you know, there is, believe it or not, a bit of a culture clash. And, you know, I've at times found myself, I felt at odds with some of the more indigenous people, if you will. Uh, I didn't feel that way with that Holly. Holly was very nice to me, very welcoming to me. Um, I got along with her, uh, our, our mutual friends Denise and Amy. Uh, they were just really sweet to me. and It just made working graveyard shifts much funner. So, Holly, I miss you. I hope everything's going well in Utah, and happy birthday. So, but folks, that is it for birthdays this week. Uh, I know next week is going to be a massive week for the birthdays. I got a lot of people who are, you know what? Tell you what, actually, the way that I've got a few more I'll mention here. Kevin Davis, his birthday will be happening on the Wednesday after this podcast shall air. Kevin Davis, um, I know Kevin. From Leveland, Texas. I did, back in grad school, I did a internship over at Leveland at Hockley Sheriff's County Department. And Kevin at the time was the sheriff for Hockley County. Uh, Stand-up guy, one of the coolest and uh, smartest individuals. Let me rephrase that. Most intelligent, because smart and intelligent are two different things in my opinion. Kevin is just a, a all-around cool dude. Uh, real easy to talk to. You know, someone that I go into a firefight with, or any fight for that matter, I want, you know, I'd want Kevin on my team. Um, I believe now he's enjoying life uh, over it here, not in Loveland anymore. He's actually living out by the lake now, having a good old time. That's a guy right there whom, when you, when you see what he's posting on social media, he doesn't post a lot of negative stuff. He always posts the best things of life. What he's, you know, going out, hunting, you know, on his motor motorcycle. I mean, you, you see what he does and, you know, it, it's to me it's inspiring. It's going out, living life. Don't focus on the negative. Focus on the positive. Focus on the gifts that life, the universe, God has given you, and he does that. And so happy birthday, Kevin. Uh, Carl Goose Byer will be having a birthday on the 19th of April. Once again, another TSA comrade. Carl is like 69 years old, maybe 65, sorry Carl, he doesn't say on Facebook, but uh, he still goes out there and plays softball, and he is a softball king as far as I'm concerned, goes out to tournaments on a day, on a, a seem seemingly on a weekly basis and just kicking some ass, so happy birthday Goose. 
And let's see. I think that is actually it for now. Uh, if I missed you, I'll get you back next week. But uh, once again, happy birthday from the Cerebral Fit Podcast. Okay, the meat and potatoes of the week. As many of you realize, I record out of Lubbock, Texas. And it was a pretty big week for here in the South Plains, especially Texas Tech, Lubbock, and just, you know, overall, honestly, for the state of Texas. Um, the Texas Tech Red Raiders, of course, advanced to the Final Four and then advanced to the National Championship against Virginia. Ultimately, they fell to the Cavaliers in a very, very, very close game. And as you can imagine, something of that magnitude really... Well, honestly, it just, across the board, I felt, it it just changed the dynamic. Reality was altered, (laughs) if you will. Um, A lot of people went out and indulged in, you know, their their cheat meals. Going out, having a bit more to drink, having a bit more to eat. You know, I'm guilty of that. And so, of course, you know, when the madness is over and reality sits back in, that's when it's like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> I deviated from the normal routine I had going for me that I did in the kitchen that I did in the uh, in the weight room and kind of, <laughs> now I got to start over. And that's something I just wanted to talk about this week in terms of just, it's okay if you go out and have more than two cheat meals. Um, I know from, for me personally, I had two order two pizzas this week within one week which is not the norm for me hasn't been the norm for a while but i did it this week and i suppose reason b is because i just you know i I got into that trap too you know the night of the final four i was hungry went got a pizza and then decided to get another one a few days later not really giving you know all care in the world to what my current diet has been about and from a mental aspect, you know, you get so wrapped into something that's bigger than you and then everything that, you know, you have going on is altered. I mean, uh, you know, for even with my clients, you know, the day of the national championship, you know, I had a few cancellations and just, you know, we're, we're, everyone's focusing on that. Texas Tech canceled classes on Tuesday. And, you know, when you do that, you automatically, oh, you know, bonus weekend. So a lot of my clients, the ones that I've especially picked up that are in college, and um, they took advantage of it. And I don't blame them a single bit. I actually encouraged it. You know, you got to go out, you got to indulge, and you got to go out and be a part of something that, quite frankly, may not happen again. Um, You know, it was certainly one of those things that going into the season that a lot of people in Lubbock didn't really expect the Red Raiders to go all the way to the national championship. Um, I mean, that's something that's just, you know, as a Red Raider and someone who's lived in Lubbock since 2005, it was a sight to behold just to be a part of that. You know, I haven't felt anything like that, honestly, since um, when I was living in Seattle during their Super Bowl run. That, That same feeling, you know, when you're everywhere you go, you just see... The, the, the unison that people get into around their sports teams. And that's one of the beautiful things about sports that I, that I love is just how it can get anybody and everybody united under one banner, under one cause. And, 
you know, that can be really something cool to just behold. And, you know, the same thing happened here in Lubbock, and it was really cool to see, you know, non-Texas Tech fans just stand up in appreciation and say, hey, you know what, they ain't my team, but I'm going to root for them anyway. So, you know, I I could guess I could go on that bandwagon rant and whatever, but, hey, I'll, you know, I'll take it. You know, my roommate, uh, Terrence Bain, the other, also the other host of the Ramblings of Madman, you know, he's a, he's a Tar Heel fan. And so he's also kind of a UT fan, which, <laughs> but nonetheless, um, you know, I found him, to, you know, when we were watching these games to be really into him. I mean, his uh, ba- basketball is one of his favorite sports. We grew up playing a lot of games uh, down in Hobbs. But um, to see him kind of get him into the spirit of things was really cool as well. I know the night that the final game happened and, you know, the aftermath of it, you know, just seeing he was extremely disappointed just as much as I was. But, you know, to see a non-Texas Tech Red Raider kind of just like get caught up in it was a different experience for me to just witness. But I know that I trailed off there. But, um, you know, this week, especially the Tuesday after, uh, after, you know, when everyone's, you know, the, the, the storm's over, the calm has come back. And everyone's just talking about the game, but also everyone's just, okay, back to reality. And with my small group training especially, I had to show up and, you know, they were, they're college students, they indulged. And I wasn't going to hammer, I wasn't going to hammer them for it, but I wasn't going to, you know, take them, take them to task for it. Because what's the point? Uh, I encouraged it for them to go out and do it. And they did exactly what I encouraged them to do. So, um, but they came in and did the work anyways, and so much appreciation for them to do that. Not saying that those that didn't show up, you know, I'm not going to, you know, chide them or anything like that. Hey, I've been there too when I've had too much partying the day before, and I'm like, you know what? Today's a good day to be resting, and so that's what um, they did. I don't blame them whatsoever, but, you know, you don't hammer yourself mentally if you go out and have a few cokes or a few more beers you know i i had some beers this week too i really deviated from what i typically do and what is my norm the past few weeks i've i've been drinking mainly on the weekends and not during the week which um for me personally has helped out with my performance in the gym and just my overall mental aspect and just being clear-headed and sober but you know, when something like this is going on, you get caught up in the spirit, you're going to indulge. So I didn't take myself to task for it as much as I have in the past, because as we all can pretty much attest to, we're, we are each our own worst critic and worst enemy. But this time around, I didn't, um, I really didn't tell, take myself to task and I didn't take anybody else to task um, either, because I I mean, this was something that was unprecedented, and we celebrated as such. So don't be kicking yourself too bad if you had a lot of pizza, a lot of hamburgers, and whatnot. Indulge. You got to. You got to eat that stuff to be reminded, well, it's good on the onset, but then it's that after-feeling effect of, hmm, you know, it's good in doses, which, you know, which is the case of this week. You know, I had my first beer I've had in a few months, and it was, it was good, but... You know, the after effect after a while is like, man, it just, it feels better for me personally when I do it in doses now. You know, um, it's been a while since I've really been in that state of mind that I feel I'm extremely, well, I'll be real with you, hammered or anything like that. Um, I'll get a slight buzz, but that's all I'm really needing now. And it's a, it's a good feeling. 
you know, to just be able to kind of be to to reel back on that because a lot of people can't do that. But it's uh, certainly a skill you got to practice, and you know, diet wise, um, wasn't too. I didn't get don't go crazy, <laughs> like I was thinking, uh, like overly crazy. But um, you know, I'm back on track. I actually just had a real good lunch. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of veggies on the plate. A lot of veggies, lean meats, and uh, a few desserts here and there just to get that sweet tooth out of the way. But I did it early. So I know tonight when it's um, winding down to go to bed or, you know, whatever, I won't be having those cravings for something, some carbs or for something that's just fatty, whatever. But, um, you know, it's about getting back on track. And, you know, for some that, for some, or rather actually for a lot of us out there, that can be a tough thing to do to get back on track and stay on track. So... You know, wherever you're in Lubbock, Texas, Los Angeles, California, Toledo, Ohio, Miami, Florida, wherever, and you know, you go some through something, you're a part of something that's much bigger than you that causes you to deviate from the norms, don't kick yourself in the ass for it. You know, just go with it. We only live one life, right? And, um, you know, that's just, um, I've <laughs> been saying um a lot this one. But, yeah, it was a very good week and a very big reminder of just to enjoy life you know I told one of my clients yesterday that she told me she had two diet cokes like i was gonna chastise her i said hey good um you know you got to indulge in those tickets you know i mean you got to indulge in that so nonetheless um you know happy for the texas tech red raiders uh i just want to say thank you for them to for just performing the way that they did this entire season it certainly got Lubbock excited. It certainly widened our horizon of where, how far this school can go, how far the city can go. Uh, Lubbock is my home as much as Hobbs New Mexico is my home. These will ever forever be my, my, my turf, you know. This is a part of who I am, where I come from. And to see it just how it all unfolded was a very beautiful thing. And, um, of course, I wanted them to win it. Was I disappointed afterwards? Yeah, of course I was. But, um, you know, that's life. You know, life is filled with wins and losses. Uh, and you can learn from both of them. So, but needless to say, really looking forward to what they're going to do next year, how they rebound from that, uh, pun intended. <laughs> and I uh, hope Chris Beard stays. I, I, good luck to the seniors that are moving on. Um, you know, this is probably the be one of the best ways that you can end a collegiate career in athletics and just in academia in general is just going out like this. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they went out on top. Um, you know, to go into a championship game that most of us dream of only doing. Uh, this wasn't a dream for them. This was a goal, a goal that they, you know, that they hit. And so, once again, of course, the outcome, prop not what they wanted, but that same time they can walk away knowing that they can say at the end of the day that they played in a national championship game so but yes deviating from the norms don't 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 be afraid of it indulge in it from time to time it's gonna happen it's logical it's realistic and don't beat yourself over it. so that's all i got on that segment 
Alright everybody, Networking 101, this is the part in the Cerebral Fit Podcast where I give a shout out to somebody or an organization out there that I truly believe in, who's just trying to earn a living, make a buck, put food on their table and keep that roof over their head. This week I'm going to focus on B&G Transportation, this is a company that's close to my heart, uh, it's actually the family business back home, my parents Louisa and James Ruiz are the current owners of that business. Uh, my youngest sister, Jamie Ruiz, also works there. She is one of the, um, well, she's one of the lieutenants there. She does a great job there. She, um, she's a driver. She's an administrator. Uh, she is growing into her own as a, a businesswoman in Hobbs, New Mexico. It's really cool to see that. And uh, this business, I mean, I can, I can go on about it, but they have been a very key part in Hobbs, New Mexico for quite some time. They uh, bust the uh, school students around there. One of the biggest uh, parts of their big business though was charter buses. So if you're listening to this podcast and if you do need charter buses, uh, look no further to uh, B&G Transportation out of Hobbs, New Mexico. They do go to the extended areas like Carlsbad, New Mexico, Artesia, Lovington, Lubbock, Texas, Brownfield, Leveland, uh, Midland, Odessa. They serve far and wide and have been all over the country in terms of just um, travels and taking, you know, groups to just all over the place. Disney World, Disneyland, Six Flags, Cowboys games. I mean, uh, they've just they've been everywhere and they're still growing as a business. And I've been uh, I've had a pleasure to work with them on many occasions as a as a student assistant, a bus attendant, a bus washer very key in my growing up in Hobbs, New Mexico, so there was no way, no how that I wasn't going to mention B&G Transportation on this podcast, so for those out there who are listening, once again, if you need charter buses, look no further to B&G Transportation and Eminem Tours in Hobbs, New Mexico. They are, they are on Facebook, so look for them on Facebook and uh, give them a look-see. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is it for this episode of the Cerebral Fit Podcast, everybody. It's definitely been a hell of a week here in Lubbock, Texas, and I hope you enjoyed the book review. That was um, certainly a departure from reading and doing article synopsis. Um, As you can tell, I didn't care for that book. I still don't care for that book. I thought it was garbage for the most part in terms of the way it was constructed, but we already got through that, so... Uh, once again, look uh, forward to in the future, hearing more of those. That was a segment I really did enjoy actually doing, despite of my attitude and feelings about it. But there will be a book I will come across that I actually like, so I promise you that. Uh, once again, happy birthday to everyone that I mentioned on the podcast. Enjoy it. Indulge in some birthday cake, if you will. And once again, you know, a big shout out to the Texas Tech Red Raiders for going all the way to the NCAA championship. I know that they came up short, but, you know, uh, Rocky didn't win in the first movie either. So it was a hell of an underdog story to see unfold. And um, who knows where it could go? Who really knows where this can go? So I'm truly excited as a a Lubbock uh, citizen. (laughs) Citizen. And uh, just overall, just the Texas Tech Red Raiders. So, you know, wreck them. Look forward to seeing what uh, next year brings. But as I sit here and record this, Tara, the co-host, is just looking at me like I either I am a, you know, big rib that she's wanting to eat or scratch me. <laughs> she wants her belly rub. So I am going to get Tara. I'm going to 
get her some food to eat so she can kind of just quit looking at me with that face and uh tune in next week for the newest episode of the cerebral fit podcast also tune into this ramblings of madman the other podcast i am a part of which is also on anchor itunes spotify and a lot of different platforms sneaky bands podcasts check them out too they're also on itunes and uh pot anchor as well uh collar and elbow wrestling those guys it was wrestlemania week last week you know forgot to mention that but um big wrestlemania week probably the most feel-good wrestlemania i think in uh a long time i'd probably say about 15 years it was wrestlemania 35 so do the math on that one uh call and elbow wrestling on anchor on a lot of other podcasts as well google play itunes check them out those are some cool dudes so nonetheless uh that's all i got for this week everybody uh take care out there be nice to someone just uh be a good person all right I'm James Reese. This is the Super Fit Podcast. I'll catch y'all down the road. Adios.